You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. It's Wednesday. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960. The fan. The Flames game night. They host the Vancouver Canucks tonight down at the Dome. Check the time. 8 p.m. Later start this evening. I think it's what? A double dip on Sportsnet tonight. Wednesday night hockey. Flames in three national broadcasts back-to-back-to-back to back to back going Look hockey night in Canada with the Leafs, Monday night hockey against the Habs, and yep. now uh, your nightcap on Wednesday night hockey as they welcome the Vancouver Canucks. Calgary 10-5-1 at home. Sparkling on the road, 3-6-4. Not good. But at home, very good. Um, we have a busy show for you, as we usually do. Um, Rick Ball's going to join us at 7.30, tee up this Flames Canuck matchup tonight down at the Dome. And we saw a bit of history last night. The great eight, Alexander Ovechkin became the third man in NHL history to score 800 goals. Had the hat trick last night as the Capitals punched the Chicago Blackhawks right in the mouth, 7-4. Ovechkin, what, four points last night? Five points? What did he end up with? 7-3 was the, the final score. He did I had, just say 7-4? I think you said 7-4. Okay. He was Whoops. dynamite. What did he end up with here? Three goals, one assist. Four, four points, point plus three, five shots, and in less than 17 minutes of ice time. Um, 800 goals for the great eight, uh, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um Neato. Yeah, no, it is neato. Um, the TV call, not neato. <laughs> it was a... Uh, yeah, I saw that floating around. It was an ESPN game. And uh, Steve Levy does a great job calling the NHL. Did Monday Night Football until Joe and Troy took over Monday Night Football. And I believe he was doing the broadcast with Chris Chelios and Mark Messier. Yeah. And uh, I, it, I just felt bad for Steve Levy from a broadcasting perspective. Because I'm sure he had, once Ovi had two goals, he had that thing holstered and ready to go for the 800th goal call. You had to hope so, right? And Messier and Chelios just blow the whole thing. Right out of the water. Do you have the TV call available? Uh, I'm going to try and pull it up here. I have the radio call at my disposal, but I'll have the uh, yeah, TV call um, in a second. The, the TV call was very awkward. Like, it was very, very awkward. And Alexander Ovechkin scoring goal number 800 of his career last night in totally Ovi style with a hat trick. Um, you, you got the TV call ready? I'm, okay, I'm ready. Listen, listen to this awkward uh, moment in sports broadcasting history. For check, Mantha centers in front. Kuznetsov had the shot. Loose and there it is. 800. <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin has done it. And here come the hats and the team. <laughs> <laughs> You have just witnessed the 800th goal for Alex Ovechkin. 
It's two of the best to ever play the game. Totally botched play, the call. Play the game. Yeah, they botched the call. They totally botched the call. Egregious. Meanwhile, if you listen to the radio call in its full glory. Clock set the distance all the way down into the Chicago zone. The Blackhawks starting another turnover in front. And Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov and Morazic diving. A shot. They score. And it's Alex Ovechkin. And it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League. The bench empties. Alex Ovechkin is the third player in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. He does it here in Chicago, Illinois on the 13th of December, 2022. History here at the Madhouse on Madison. Alex Ovechkin, Gordie Howe, and Wayne Gretzky are now the only three skaters ever in National Hockey League history to score 800 goals. He was searching a little bit. I can't believe it. Absolutely incredible. Then he brings in his color guy. Yeah, um, that was was much better than the... It was maybe a little bit long. It was long and very, like, time capsule-like. John Walton is, if I'm not mistaken, called everyone on the radio and done a very good job for a very long time covering yep. that team and you could tell he he had he had that one holstered um, he had this list of yeah date location wh- number I'm surprised he didn't add the time zone <laughs> and the longitude and latitude of the arena <laughs> in his actual call because I think that's the only thing that was missing pretty sweet though Pretty sweet. On a side note, I saw something really interesting on Twitter uh, mm-hmm. while I was at home sick last week, sweating profusely. Oh, you keep bringing up the sweat. Uh, well, it was true. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know that if you flip every major European city and put them in the longitude and latitude in North America, London and Calgary have the same. London, England would be where Calgary is. Neat. Isn't that neat? That is really neat, George. Yeah, it is. That's like, really oh, great. London, England, really? Wow. Calgary? We learned something today. Yeah, I did. But yeah, um, congratulations to Alex Ovechkin. So you have your chance to win. Today's day number eight. Yeah, thank you. Day number eight of the 12 Days of Christmas, uh, courtesy of our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Mm-hmm. Very um, excited for this. I'm always excited. Yeah, to very see excited. What's, what's it's, behind it's a, the door? We don't even know. It's a mystery prize. I don't even have my own advent calendar this year. Yeah, so. it's it's a mystery prize, and we want to open the teps teps the text <laughs> line up. Such a professional this morning. Want <laughs> want to open up the text line at nine sixty nine sixty name and location. Alex Ovechkin scored eight hundred his eight hundredth goal in the National Hockey League in Chicago in the Central Time Zone last night. <laughs> We want to we want to hear something that you've done eight hundred times, and not the mundane, not like when you wake up for work and you hit your alarm and you swear. You've probably done that at least over eight hundred times. I usually hit snooze eight hundred times a day. Right. I'm talking something out of the ordinary that you've done. You think you've done eight hundred times, and I was lying in bed thinking about this last night, trying to fall asleep, as my mind usually races as I try to fall asleep. I I wish I played 800 rounds of golf. There's no chance I've played 800 rounds of golf in my life. I think I've played 100 over the last two years, and I played at an egregious rate over the last two right. years. So there's yeah, no 800 way. is no no chance I've played 800 rounds of golf. There's no chance I've had 800 birdies. No, there's no chance. no chance. You're a beer league hockey player. Yeah, there's no chance you've had 800 goals in beer league. Yeah, I, 
Is G- there GVP though? Our producer back there, that guy's pretty good. I, on the other hand, I, I'm close. I'm close. To 800 career goals. No, I'm not that close. Yeah, that's what I mean. Got Garrett's our technical director today. He's on board. How many goals in beer league do you think you've scored, honestly? Definitely not 800. That's what I mean. Even if you're the leading scorer of your beer league team, there's probably no chance you're even close to 800 goals in your career. Probably not. That's yeah. a lot. Unless you're playing at a... Yeah, no, probably maybe, not. Maybe if you're playing in a... Um, a level that you a don't beer league in. basketball league, maybe you've hit 800 career points. Maybe. And even that would be hard to believe. Yeah. I, you have to try and get past the, the mundane things. It's more than just, you know, getting up, putting your pants on, throwing on some shoes. This is, this is significant. Only 800 or only three guys have been able to do this in the history of the game. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you've done 800 times that only two other people in the world have been able to do? That's that's pretty high praise. Uh, keep those texts rolling in, 960, 960. Your chance to win the eighth day of our 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Something you've done at least 800 times outside of the mundane that you think you've done at least 800 times. Uh, Jesse from Calgary, I overthink 800 times. Yeah. A lot of us do that too, but yeah, overthinking is a big one. Uh, uh, this is actually this is the the clubhouse leader. Uh, Jeremy sent us a text. I've tried to win something on the radio without success eight hundred times. That's pretty good, Jeremy. You're the clubhouse leader with that clever text. I've uh, I've like read maybe eight hundred liners from the station where we're we're talking about stuff that we're we're working on here that we're trying to sell and stuff like that. But definitely haven't come close to 800 shows or anything like that. Um, the text line has said George is from Toronto 800 times. No, it hasn't been that much. It hasn't been that much. It's no. been, and um, we we might get there at some point. No, but, yeah, but I'm definitely uh, not from Toronto. And the rate has gone down exceptionally. Yeah, I'm definitely not from Toronto. I'm Niagara, from Niagara George. Falls. Yeah. By the way, I'm going back home Friday. Hmm. And I'm doing a week of shows uh, from home uh, next week. So I that'll wanna, be fun. I want to have this conversation next week, but like those are all 8.30 flame starts. Those are 10.30 starts back home for you. Right. Now, granted, the show starts a little bit later. show starts at 8 for me back home. So the question begs, would you rather have a 10 p.m. start at 1 o'clock end and then do the show at 7, or yeah. would you have an, now, an 8 a.m. start on 11 o'clock end and, and get up at 5? 8 a.m. start is no problem. That used to be a bit of an issue when I used to have to do the morning show at 5.30 Eastern Toronto time. Yeah, because then you have and about three hours. And then the Leafs play till like 1 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, that was an issue. That, that was a quick turnaround. You have to basically get your full sleep in before the hockey game begins. Yeah. Um, this is... I, I've... I know this game is super addictive. I've never played it. Kyle from Swift Current, Saskatchewan. We're huge in Saskatchewan, you and me. We are. Like, we, the amount of texts we get from Saskatchewan. Like, I, I strive to be big in Saskatchewan. Um, I've won 11,997 levels Creek. of Candy Crush. Yeah. It's pretty good. Speedy Creek right there. Swift Current. Uh, love that. Trevor from Strathmore. I've probably pissed off my wife 800 times. That's pretty good. I think that's that's probably... Pretty up there. Uh, Corey, I've missed 800 putts within three feet. <laughs> oh, I would have given up after the first hundo. So congratulations. Way to 
Keep pressing on there, Corey. Uh, keep them rolling in. I've shook my head over 800 times at the silly 960 radio station. Oh, well, I'd hope so. Oh, there you go. Keep them rolling in. I hope that in like a good way. Uh, Todd um, Texas, I've had 800 peanut butter and dill pickle sandwiches in my life. Like, are you keeping count? There's only one person I know in my life, and he mm. was on Sportsnet today with Logan Gordon yesterday, who keeps track of everything. It's Roger, Roger Lejoie. Oh, Legendary. I was, I was also on, so I thought you were talking about me. No, not you. Oh. Um, I don't even know the other shows you do. I just see it like you just pop up on, I see like you on, oh, you're on uh, Sportsnet, good for you. <laughs> or you were on some Flames thing on, what, Sunday night? Uh, Monday, Monday after night? the Flames game. I did you were little... on like, oh, there's Matty Rose. I yeah. had no idea you were doing that. Yeah, I just get out on about um, my face out there. Something you've done 800 times. Somebody just texted in, I've ate mayo and popcorn 800 times. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm not glad you brought it up, but thanks. Really uh, in the in in the seven o'clock hour, <laughs> stay tuned. Um, unfortunately for our technical director Garrett, who's pinch hitting us, Patty Dumont's after off this week. Uh, Garrett producer Alex Brody, I'm, I, I've upped his title today because he is the producer of the show today. Oh, temporary promotion. Yeah, it comes with no monetary change, zero raise <laughs> for you. And you, Maddie Rose, uh, you guys are going to try. A buffet of things that our texters texted in yesterday to say they love their weird combination of food. Because, of so course, we you, were talking about... Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Pilk. It all started with... Ooh, yeah. Like, naughty. Pepsi and milk. Pilk. Love me some Lindsay Lohan. That's one dirty soda. Um, you guys are going to try... Mm, that is one dirty soda. It sure is. Uh, <laughs> the three of you are going to try Pilk which is just Pepsi and milk this morning. We have pilk. Yeah. Um, we have the ingredients to create pilk. Yeah, Matt from Copperfield, uh, we got the recipe from the dill pickle juice mac and cheese craft dinner. I like that you call it a recipe, but yeah, yes, it is a we, recipe. We have the... And, and Alex Brody has whipped some together for us, <laughs> so you guys are going to be trying that. He was uh, grinding it out in the kitchen yesterday. Our contest winner from yesterday, who I felt bad for, uh, Patrick, a single slice of processed <laughs> cheese with barbecue sauce, but it's in the microwave warmed up. And then probably the topper out of all of this, uh, heated mayo on top of popcorn. That's going to be interesting. How much should I heat the mayo? Like, should it be like liquid form? Well, it, 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 at least it should be at least body temperature warm. Because <laughs> like, I'm thinking about like how they put butter on popcorn, right? Like, yep. So I don't. You guys are going to have fun with that one. Yeah, it has to be at least body temperature warm. So make sure when you do the popcorn, it's at least that warm. Um, Kendall Director Garrett. Um, Garrett. Yeah, what's up? Are You uh, You came in today and you're like, what happened? You know, I haven't had anything to eat yet today, so this is just going to be <laughs> breakfast. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, it's going to be stomach churning, yeah. but at least... And you know what I was thinking last night too. I'm like, what do we you think you, George? Do we need to have like pails here just in I case? I know. I was thinking about this earlier because I feel like out of the three of you, Maddie Rose is going to have the weakest stomach. I do have a weak stomach. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of in that same boat. Oh boy. It, you know, so uh, what we're going to do is, um, I also have four categories that we're going to judge each food on, and we'll see which one's four the best categories. Yeah, that you guys are going to give a score out of three. And the score, okay. So this we're going to really determine. in depth. Oh, yeah. I th love this. This is what we're going to do in the 7 o'clock hour. Because our text line was so awesome yesterday. 
You guys came through. Giving well done. us your weird food combos. We're actually going to try some of probably the grossest. And I think this one's the easiest that we're going to do. It's probably the layup one out of all of them. Cottage cheese and Doritos. Oh, I hate cottage cheese, though. But, like, Alex and Garrett. That's got to be the easiest one. Right, I Alex? It, that'll I'm, be, like, chips and dip. Like, yeah. It'll that, be good. That one shouldn't be too bad. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's pilk. You think you think pilk is worse than heated mayo on top of no, popcorn? No, I think it's easy. Oh, yeah. I think it's easy. Yeah, it's like no a paralyzer. Problem. They're literally selling it. It's not that bad. Okay. But we'll get we'll get your, your yeah, flavor. Yeah, my, my official your, ranking. We'll get the flavor profile yeah. of every one of these yeah. things yeah. later on in the 7 o'clock hour. Or wine, I am, wine pairings and everything. I am a little concerned. What are you concerned about? Your, about your gag reflex about my, and all My weak-ass gut? Yeah. Yeah, you but, haven't known me long. It's not that strong. Yeah, but to uh, but to double check, Alex, I think you got to warm the mayo to at least body temperature. Oh yeah, don't worry. So and don't then worry. you gotta you gotta just sprinkle it, I guess, on top of the popcorn. Have three separate because you're gonna be like our Serge Ibaka chef when it comes to all of this. <laughs> this is gonna be plated. This is gonna be yeah. oh wow, very we're gourmet. Gonna, we're gonna yeah. have it. Yeah. It's going to be like MasterChef. Yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this, and we're going to do this in probably about an hour from now. Great. Can't wait. Yeah. Excellent. Um, the, uh, the text messages are just flying in right now. I don't know how you weaseled out of not having any. Well, I'm the host of the thing. show. I got to do the play-by-play. Somebody's yeah. got to do the uh, radio side of someone things. Someone has to. It's a tough gig. Yeah. Can't and try Credit it. to our boss, Art, for actually going, you guys should taste some of that food. It never <laughs> dawned on me. <laughs> I know. I, I think that's. I think that's the one idea our boss Art actually gave that I'm gonna actually run with. I'm I, like, well, that's actually a good idea. I saw that and I went, oh man, I'm gonna have to eat all this tomorrow, aren't I? Yeah. Um. Please, the 800 thing is just flying in right now. Your chance to win the eighth day of Christmas <laughs> oh, so. for our friends at uh, Wild Rose Brewery. I've taken 800 poops. I hope so. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. Like, we want you to have a nice, healthy lifestyle. Like, you should have done that, like, since. Yeah. Um, Texter, uh, please name and location. I've had over 800 bologna sandwiches. That's that's kind of mundane. And also, really? That's... Yeah. Like, you really like bologna. Yeah. Uh, Richard in Dang. Calgary. Uh, Johnny has probably wondered why he went to Columbus 800 times. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that. <laughs> Ah, I'm sure he's he's looked over Meredith. Why do we come here again? Hmm. Um, Richard from Woodstock, one of my Ontario listeners who followed us to Calgary. Love that. I've seen 800 fans at every Argos game I've attended. Oh, that's because no one goes to the Argos. Um, uh, our man Ethan in Calgary. I've gone through the uh, specific drive-through of this coffee shop. That maybe we should talk, Ethan. Uh, I've gone through at least 800 times. Hands down, the worst location I've ever visited. Side note, if you like mystery meals, hit up this location. He also gave us the address. I have uh, regretted my bet 800 times. That's for sure. Okay. Um, Ryan in Calgary is talking about how my bets have failed him in the NFL. Yeah, I told you. Keep fading me. I've been awful this season. Like, I've been doing that all year. It has not been the greatest no. year, but hey, these things happen. All yeah. you need is one good week to turn it around. You're going to be singing a song at the end of the year. That's fine. That's no problem. Well, wow. uh, keep, keep it rolling in. We've had a really good year. 960, 960, name and location. Something you've done 800 times outside of the mundane. 
and and we'll pick the best one, and you'll win uh, day eight of our twelve days of Christmas, courtesy of our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Eight hundred is a lot. Like you start to think of things exactly. That you do. Like I'm like. Have I even like walked my dog 800 times? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I've had him for just over a year. And that guy's have scored 800 goals in scored... the best league in the world. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. And he's only scored four goals in a game four times. That's it? That's it. He's got a ton of hat tricks, and he's got and I saw it last night two goal games. On Twitter, um, since he scored his 700th goal to last night, uh, it literally took him just over 160 games, which is a 50-goal pace. Yeah, and it's like significantly less than the other two guys. Oh yeah, as far as how long it took them to get from seven hundred to eight hundred, like the numbers are, they're astounding. Um, it, it's we'll run through some of them in the morning report. Uh, Wedley, uh, tech, Wedley, a big time listener of our show. I've dreamt of going on a date with Kelly Kapowski eight hundred times. Again, Wedley saved and by I, the bell. Yeah, yeah, there was a Wedley reference and I have, in the week. Yeah, yeah. saved by the bell. Like, you're just a little too young for the Save by the Bell. I can remember earlier in the week when I Googled her, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very lovely, Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany mm-hmm. Amber Thiessen. Even if you watched um, Melrose Place, she was on that, too. No. Didn't watch Melrose Place. No, you're Place. too young for that. All right. Uh, we got a busy show. Um, hopefully, um, one of you guys don't get violently ill in the 7 o'clock hour. But at the same time, maybe I'm rooting for it secretly. I kind of wonder if any of these are actually going to be like, dang, that actually is good. Maybe, you know what? Maybe the warm cheese slice with barbecue sauce on top. Like, that's literally just, you're missing two components from a sandwich. Yeah. Like some There's sort just of no protein bread or meat. and bread. Yeah. And you're, you've are you got yourself a sando. So For sure. Um, it the, can't be that bad. I think it's just, that one is going to have bad mouthfeel. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Mouthfeel is one of my, uh, one of my four um, grades. One of your four grades. Yeah. On, really? Uh, on, yeah. Mouthfeel. Is what... I'm interested to see what else is on there. Tune in at 7 o'clock. You'll hear. <laughs> what a tease. This the, guy's the, Rose a Rep- <laughs> the Rose Report is straight ahead. Alex, do you have a soccer report? I sure do, George. Is it over under eight minutes? Okay. I was under two minutes both times yesterday. Okay, you don't have to get defensive. In my defense. <laughs> hey. I just asked you. Hey. I'm getting better. I'm getting like, better. Why, why do you got to jump on me right away like that? I just asked you a question. <laughs> I promise it'll be... I go, hey, hey, go, hey, Alex, is it over under eight minutes? You could have said, oh, it's definitely under eight minutes, George. Okay, move on. You're like, hey, I was two minutes Uh, yesterday. He did take it in the teeth for the long one earlier. Yeah, he did. But that's okay. Uh, We got a second semifinal today at the World Cup. My boys are on to the final. Yeah. Let's go. Argentina Messi looked incredible yesterday. Yeah. Knocking off uh, Croatia 3-0. Morocco, France today. I had a nice parlay. Oh, we'll talk about that too later on. Yes, sir. Wow, so much to do. And Rick Ball at 7.30, tee up the Flames and Canucks game tonight down at the Dome. The Rose Report, the Soccer Report, and lots of interesting food straight ahead. It's Hope the big you're show. hungry. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Um, 7.30, Rick Ball, your voice of the Flames on Sportsnet, will join us, tee up the Flames and Canucks tonight down at the Dome. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Doug Lacey basement, basement system studio in downtown Calgary. Everything basement-y? Yes, sir. You better believe it. 1992, serving Calgary and Southern Alberta. Sump pumps, you name it. Uh, Got it all. Randeep Janda. 
Hockey Night in Canada, Punjabi host, Canucks game analyst on our pals at Sportsnet 650 at 8 a.m. We got to get his take. He's got to fill us in on this Bull Horvat soap opera. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because stuff is getting interesting with Bo Horvat, Big right? time. Big so time. He, he'll fill us in on that as well. Um, keep those texts rolling in, 960, 960 name and location. Uh, Maddie will get to it in the Rose Report. Alex Ovechkin scoring his 800th goal last night in the National Hockey League. Tell us something outside of the mundane that you've done at least 800 times. 960, 960 name and location. Uh, we'll pick the best text. And you'll win day number eight of our 12 days of Christmas at our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. We have no idea what it is, but your chance to win a prize, just text us in something you've done at least 800 times. And in about 45 minutes from now, Mm -hmm. 40 minutes, uh, we asked you yesterday on the text line, your weird food combos. The three of you, Maddie Rose, fill-in producer Alex Brody, and Technical Director Garrett, you're going to try some of these foods live on the air. Excited. Very excited. Starting off with Pilk, which got the ball rolling, Little which is pilk. Pepsi and milk. Get her in ya. Yeah. They're We're selling it that. this year. Yeah. Uh, but right now, it's time for the Rose Report. Let's do it. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Oh, yeah. So welcome in. A very happy Wednesday. Happy hump day to you. You've made it this far. Uh, Happy game day to all the Flames fans as well, as tonight Calgary returns to action after a tough road trip that saw them capture two of a possible six points. Not great, Bob. They'll welcome the Canucks and Captain Bo Horvat, who is done Talking about his future. I said I'm not taking answering any of your questions. Have you ever fought before? It's part of a slight schedule after a busy night yesterday and some history for Alex Ovechkin. And it's Alex Ovechkin! And it's 800 goals! Plus some Raptors, Jays, and Stampeders notes. So, uh, pitter-patter, let's do this thing. Flames game day. After going 0-1-2 and in a three-game Eastern Conference road trip, they're back home for a couple of games. Blues on Friday and the Canucks tonight. Some questions with the lineup. Like, was Elias Lindholm's upper body injury a a day-to-day thing, or is that going to be more long-term? The team's number one center missed Monday's game, so Michael Backlund had centered that top line with Huberto and Backlund while Ruzicka, Phillips, and Zahorna started the game as a third line. Uh, We also have that. Does Milan Lucic draw back in the lineup, or is he scratched for a third straight? Ah. Is Mackenzie Weger feeling better from his illness? Ah. I don't have to tell you, pal. There's some stuff going around right now that uh, knock an elephant out of its shoes. And, of course, uh, Chris Tanev. How's he doing? Ah. Took that puck to the face, left, went to hospital, able to return with the team. But they did not practice yesterday, so we didn't get any updates on any of those players. Morning skate goes at 10.30 today. We'll all eagerly await Pat Steinberg's tweet from practice on what the lines are. Oh, yeah. Morning skate, 10.30. So make sure you got your notifications on for Steinberg's Twitter for the latest from the skate. And not the latest. He'll be the first one there. Note the late start time on the game tonight being the second half of a Wednesday night hockey doubleheader with... 
The Flames being on three straight national broadcast games. 8 o'clock start tonight. The Pat Steinberg Telethon kicks off at 4. He'll be joined by Wes Gilbertson until 5. Then he'll be joined by Ryan Pike. Uh, solo hour from 6 to 7. Then from 7 to 8, it's the Flames Talk pregame oh show God. hosted by Pat Steinberg with Peter Labardius. He'll have your intermission and your postgame show. The Pat Steinberg Telethon is in support of AWWCTF. Well, what's that acronym stand for? Oh, that's the athletes who won't comment on their future. Next question. Okay. If you didn't see it yesterday, Vancouver Canucks released a statement from their captain, Bo oh Horvat. UFA at the end of the season on a team that has under 70, mi- uh, pardon me, just under $70 million committed to 15 players next season. So they're not going to have a lot of wiggle room come the offseason to try and get him a new deal. All At this point, all signs kind of point towards a, a trade before the March 3rd trade deadline. But Bo isn't going to comment any more uh, statement from the Canucks yesterday. Focused on this season and playing for the Vancouver Canucks, helping the team in any way I can. I will not have any further comments this year about my future. You know, that Mel- was it. Melancholy Malcolm doesn't like when he gets his grass cut by this melancholy Malcolm like imposter. He's just another radio he's just another guy. Okay. He's like, not supposed to be melancholy Malcolm. He was just another dude. Like I could I could see if Texty McTexterson wants to make the move over from Ontario to Calgary because mm. we could maybe bring him over too. Sure. But uh, I just, who runs the PR department in Vancouver? A chimp? <laughs> a chimp? Like, does he just, do they just get the chimp to like, like spin a wheel and whatever it lands on, that's the messaging they're going to use for their team? Can you think of a team? Yeah. Can you think of a team that has worse uh, messaging than the Vancouver Canucks? See. We got two sentence statement. Send it out. Yeah. Like, I just, and that's something we're going to talk to uh, Randeep Janda about later on. But, like, what are they what are they doing over there in Vancouver? I, listen, it's just I, such a disaster. I don't blame the guy for wanting it to be a little bit quieter around his situation, especially yeah. given what's happening with the Canucks. He must be like, get me out of here. But this has been kind of botched all the way going back to the decision to retain JT Miller in the offseason. Essentially, going into that, I always felt like you had to pick one of the two. JT Miller or your captain. And I always thought the option was obvious. And we all heard JT Miller's going to market. He's going to market. And he gets this monster deal. And now the guy can't play center. And he can't score goals or put up any points. Which, granted, there's some problems here in Calgary which are very similar. But I never got the premise of forcing JT Miller to stay there. A guy who never seemed like he wanted to stay there, frankly... And picking him and, over Bo Horvat and signing him before Bo Horvat. And let's not forget all the talk of the dressing room divide last season. And you think, who do you think guys and, and, are siding with? Their captain or JT Miller? That's right. Such a disaster there in Vancouver. Oh, a mess. We'll talk to Randeep later on. And their fan base, God bless them. They're Agreed. so passionate in Vancouver. They are. Like, but oh, it just. But it starts from the top, right? It's ownership, and it trickles all the way down. And it's a disaster. Kind of similar here in the sense that I don't know if the people at the very top would ever see the team break it all down, go full rebuild. So you kind of have this middling group that every once in a while gets NHL purgatory is the worst. Ugh. Especially when the kids coming in the NHL this year are so good at the top end of the draft. Anyways, um, listen, we got to get into the other stuff. Jam 12-game schedule yesterday. 
And we'll start with the most historic of the bunch, the Capitals in Chicago to battle the Blackhawks. Alex Ovechkin on the precipice of 800 goals. Four goals in his last three games entering the contest to put him three back of the mark, only hit by two players prior, Wayne Gretzky and Gordie Howe. Ovechkin would score in the opening minute for goal 798. He'd score a power play goal later in the frame to have 799, which opened up the way for some history in the third period. Set the distance all the way down into the... Chicago zone, the Blackhawks starting another turnover in front, and Mantha feeding it to Kuznetsov, and Morazic diving, a shot, they score, and it's Alex Ovechkin, and it's 800 goals in the National Hockey League. John Walton on the Caps Radio Network with the call, 800 goals for Ovi. Uh, I got heaps of impressive stats to throw at you from the league about this. But some of the more impressive, um, of the three players who have scored 800 goals, Wayne, Gordy, and now Alex, it is Ovi who required the fewest games to go from goal 700 to goal 800. Only 162 games for Alex Ovechkin to score those 100. It took Gretzky 231. It took Howe 256. Given Ovechkin's pace over the last 100 games, he's on track to pass Wayne Gretzky in only 158 more contests which would be sometime in the first third of the 2024-2025 season. That's insane. Not he's on he, he should hit 900 goals as long as he stays healthy. Yeah, he probably yeah, 100% if he is able to play basically to the end of this contract, which he signed for what, 3-4 years. But now it doesn't real quick here too, and it's an incredible accomplishment and Ovechkin's a, a marvel and the guy and it even at the age he's doing it at, he could hit 50 goals again this season, which is fantastic being a guy in his mid to late 30s. But doesn't it feel like the Capitals now are a team that are all about Ovechkin's goal chase and maybe not so much about chasing the Stanley Cup? It does feel like that in Washington lately. It feels like there's there's a little bit of... The Stanley Cup has become like a side quest on an MMORPG. Because they got like, that out of the way. Yeah, they got it done. And now the greatest player in franchise history has a chance to be the greatest. He already is the greatest goal scorer. When Wayne Gretzky calls him the greatest goal scorer of all time, you got to take his word for it. And now, yeah, he's just on pace to become the greatest goal scorer of all time. And I just feel like that's the number one focus of the organization right now. Could be wrong. Obviously, they probably don't see it that way. But that's the feel I get with the Washington Capitals. It's been tough to evaluate the last two years with so many injuries to some of their key guys, and too. And some of the horrible goaltending they've gotten. Yeah, too. it's not been good. Kemper's been hurt, but when he's been healthy, he's actually been pretty solid this year. A couple of numbers. 503 even strength goals. That's fourth most on record. 409 road goals. That's most in NHL history. That's two absurd. 292 power play goals. He has more goals. goals on the road than he does at home. That's absurd. Yes, that is uh, actually legitimately absurd. Um, an NHL record for power play goals. The most in NHL history for go-ahead goals with 270. Yeah, the, like these records are insane. 136 game opening goals. That's the most in NHL history. 124 game winners. That's second most in NHL history. 56 empty netters, second most in NHL history. 25 overtime goals. That's an NHL record. Ridiculous. The guy's pretty good at the sport. Uh, elsewhere, the Oilers in action facing the Predators. The big two for Edmonton. Quiet on Monday. One point between them. They responded appropriately on Tuesday. Here's dry sidle up the right wing. He's going to drop it back to McDavid. Skates into the Predators zone. He'll now cut to the middle. Scores! 
is Connor McDavid. What a play. Cam Moon with the call and Chet up the road. That was quite the play by Connor McDavid. I don't know if you saw this one, Georgie, but uh, he danced through a few fellas and uh, put that one right under the bar. Four points for McDavid. Five points for Leon Dreisaitl. Zach Hyman had a Hattie in four points. Dreisaitl, the second player to hit the 50-point mark this season. Um, McDavid might have, what, 75 points heading into the new year? Yeah, I know. He's going like, to be... Just think about that. He might have more points than... Yeah. Flames' top scorer, Elias Lindholm, is on pace for 68 goals, or 68 points, points. this season. Yeah. McDavid's almost, he's going to pass that in about a couple weeks from now. Yep. It's pretty disgusting what he's able to do offensively on the uh, on the ice. They beat the Predators 6-3. to three. Toronto was hosting the Ducks looking for a fourth straight win. This one was not close. Matthews in across the line. Back it goes to Timmons. Left wing side. Shot taken. Scores! A wrist shot on the far side by T.J. Brody. Eludes Dostal. We love a TJ Brody goal here in Cowtown. His first of the season, that made it 3 0 en route to a 7 0 win. Oof. 28 saves for Ilya Samsonov for the shutout three point games for Pontus Holmberg and Connor Timmons. Yeah. Who they picked up off the scrap heap from the, from the Arizona Coyotes. And he was also a big part of the trade that sent Darcy Kemper from Arizona to Colorado, and then they basically. Shipped him away for nothing. Ugh, that and couldn't work out. Mitch Marner extended his point streak to 23 games. He did. It was kind of wild because the big four of Marner's, Matthews, Marner, Matthews, Tavares, and Nylander only had five points on a seven-goal evening for the Leafs. But Marner had two points, and he's able to keep I, that streak going. Can I just a quick aside here? Yeah. I just It puts a smile on my face hearing all my uh, former colleagues back home on the Fan 590 in Toronto, like, so excited about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Again, they're getting sucked in. It's <laughs> December. Yeah, they're the best team in hockey right now. It's December, though. And I'm hearing, even yesterday on on, our, on the morning show, on the Fan, like, is it time to extend Kyle Dubas? No, it's not. Like, that's great. You're having a great December. Just like they had a great November last year, and everybody's talking about Jack Campbell for the Vesna. And what happened? They lost in the first round of the playoffs. Yep, things went right like, off the rails. Like, it's just... Until you get to April and you win around in the Stanley Cup playoffs, keep it in your pants, Toronto. Surprisingly, given the 12-game slate, uh, that was the only other Canadian team in action yesterday. Uh, we also had the Jets hosting the Golden Knights, pardon me. Outstanding contest in this one. Four lead changes, actually. 2-1 to one Knights after 20, 3-3 three, three after 40. Mark Scheifele would put the Jets up 4-3 in the opening minute of the third, but it would be penalties that cost Winnipeg last night. Controlled by Mirmanov. Now Marchessault shoots and scores. Jonathan Marchessault took a pass on the far side wall from Mirmanov and just waited and then picked the spot. Finally got to Chandler Stevenson, but he didn't shoot. Back to where the line, far side, Marchessault, slap shot, they score. Jonathan Marchessault with his second power play goal of the night. John Marchessault scores back-to-back power play goals, gave the Knights a 5-4 lead. They'd take a 6-5 win with a couple of garbage time goals and an outstanding game up in Winnipeg. Elsewhere, lots of shutouts last night. Sergei Bobrovsky stopped 22 shots. The Panthers blanked the Blue Jackets 4-0. Pyotr Kachetkov stopped all 27 shots he faced, and Brady Shea scored the only goals. The Hurricanes beat the Red Wings 1-0. Craig Anderson stopped all 40 shots he faced as the Sabres beat the Kings 6-0. 
Anderson becomes the second NHL goalie since 1955-56 with a 40-save shutout at age 41 or older. Uh, Johnny Bauer did it twice, once in 66 and once in 67. And a lot of those saves with his face. Yes, that's how Johnny liked to do it. Uh, Craig prefers to use the big pillows. Mm. Um, but nevertheless, the Kings, I love Craig Anderson. This guy just refuses to go away and continues to be a solid goalie. He's super solid. And he could have went to another contending team. No, he really liked his time in Buffalo and re-upped there in the offseason. Love that for him. Uh, four shutouts last night, which was pretty nuts. Elsewhere, the Stars beat the Devils 4-1. to Scotty Wedgwood with a nice performance. He stopped 35-36. Bruins beat the Islanders in a shootout 4-3, the final score in Boston. Three points for Jake DeBrusque. Vasilevsky stopped 36-38, of and Kucherov had three assists as the Bolts tripled up the Kraken 6-2. Might have had a goal of the year candidate in this one as well. Elite point speeding across the blue line. Right circle cuts in front. Becky John score! What a goal by Brandon Point! What a goal that was. 4-1 Lightning with 6.32 left in the second. The Calgary Kids 15th is an absolute beauty. Brayden points. If you haven't seen the the highlight, definitely want to uh, watch him dance around a couple of Kraken defensemen and then put it right under the bar from a ridiculous angle, right in tight. uh, Quite the goal for Brayden Point. The Bolts ran away with this one, 6-2, the final score. Avalanche scored three straight. They scrape out a 3-2 win in Philly, and the Sharks beat the Coyotes 3-2 in a Western Conference basement scrap. Uh, Just two games today, apart from the Flames and Canucks, an all-Canadian matchup between the Canadiens and the Senators. That goes at 5 as your appetizer for Wednesday night hockey, and 5.30, the Red Wings will visit the Wild. Raptors are in action tonight. They'll take on the Sacramento Kings. Raptors coming off a two-game sweep at the hands of the Magic, which is not great. They're below 500. They're last in the Atlantic Division, currently in a play-in tournament spot, but hasn't been great of late for the Raps. Uh, they are 9-1 in their last 10 games against the Sacramento Kings entering tonight's action. So what could go wrong, George? What could go wrong? No. Again, I know you love hot Sacramento Kings talk. I would love a hot take on the Sacramento Kings. Uh, I like the pace in which they play. That's a team that doesn't like to play a ton of defense. But you watch a Sacramento Kings game, which I have on occasion, because I like to put a little sprinkle on the NBA once sprinkle, in a while. Sprinkle, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sacramento Kings are a fun team to watch. Uh, one of my favorite running backs who played for the Stampeders, Don Jackson, now with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah. Humongous Sacramento Kings Darren Fox, really fun to watch, too. Hot Sacramento Kings talk on Sports at 960, the fan. Uh, Jay's note, talked about this with Shai Davidi yesterday morning in hour two. Great chat. Go grab it on the podcast on Google, Spotify, Amazon, or Apple if you haven't already. Well but done. You probably have already. Uh, the Jays signed Chris Bassett to kind of round out their four-man rotation with Manoa, Burrios, and Gossman. But what could that mean for pending free agent Bob Ross Stripling? Call him Bob Ross Stripling today. He was painting. Well, he's not going to be painting for John Schneider's club anymore. Strip signs in San Fran. The 33-year-old gets a two-year, $25 million contract with an out-opt-out option in year two. Uh, Shai Davidi told us this yesterday. Stripling would be a really strong piece for this team as a swing guy, but... I'd imagine that based on the season he's had, he'd want to look for a place where he's guaranteed to be in the rotation. You know, the two things there, one that maybe Ross Stripling has been priced out uh, for the Blue Jays, or the other thing is that maybe he may be opportunity out as well. The Giants also signed shortstop Carlos Correa to a 13-year, $350 million contract. Bo Bichette must have woke up this morning fist pumping. Oh, yeah. After seeing that Carlos Correa deal. That's a big they one. They have him signed till he's 41. 41? Yeah. 
How many 41-year-olds are exactly. playing in the majors, though? Like, exactly. Like, it's probably more than a lot of other sports, but right. probably not a lot, and Especially they're probably not playing shortstop. well. Yeah. Right. A lot of movement at shortstop yeah. for 41. But look, look, they were supposed to get Aaron Judge. It was either the Giants or the Yankees. They don't. They go out there and they spend like a drunken sailor yesterday um, getting Correa and Ross Stripling. Uh some bad news elsewhere, George. Uh, Debo Samuel going to miss at least the next three weeks. So That's not bad news. That's actually good news because a lot of people well, thought for, he'd maybe be out for the whole season. Yeah, for the 49ers, it's great news. But if you had him in fantasy, this is not he's, great news. He's done for your playoffs. Unless you're doing fantasy finals in week 18 of the season. And then it, you need to get out of that league. In that case, you blew it. Yeah. You blew it. Stop doing that. Uh, the stamp schedule got released yesterday. It's got a lot of interesting things on it, except the Hamilton Tiger Cats don't come to Calgary, which is a team that hold Bully by Mitchell's rights. So you kind of wonder if Bo is actually okay. going to sign in Hamilton. So can you make? Can you just? You know, I, I I'm learning a lot about the CFL being in the city now. Yes. Can you explain to me how a nine-team league? Yeah. One team will not visit Calgary. How does that work? Um. Well, the Wranglers in a Tuesday night game at the Dome uh, lost to the Manitoba Moose, and that's it. And good night, and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific work, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Uh, great job with that. Now I left um, a tight two minutes. You did. Um, this is... This is your the Rose Report was the appetizer to the main course. <laughs> that is the soccer report with our man, the producer of the show for this week, Mr. Alex Brody. Ooh. Alex, take it away. All right. Thank you, George. And this soccer report is brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty pro all the way. And it was an exciting day of semifinal action. I'll run you through the Argentina-Croatia match and stay tuned for hour three where I'll tee up our other semifinal with France taking on Morocco later today. But first, Messi and Argentina taking on Luka Modric, Modric and Croatia. This one was all Argentina and the GOAT, Messi, playing some of his best soccer at the tournament ever. Messi opened the scoring with a beautiful pen penalty slotted in the top right corner of the goal in the 34th minute. That goal made Messi Argentina's all-time leading scorer at the tournament with 11 goals. Shortly after, it was Julian Alvarez with a beautiful run to double the Argentines' lead just before halftime. Messi would make a beautiful run in the second half to set up Alvarez for his second of the match in the 69th minute. Messi would later miss a penalty, but it really didn't matter as Argentina takes this one 3-0 and advance to their second final in the last three editions of the tournament. But they'll be looking to capture their first title since 1986. It's been a while. They will face the winner of France versus Morocco later today. We'll have more info on that match in hour three, like I mentioned. And I mentioned Messi breaking the Argentine scoring record. He'll also capture the record for most appearances of all time at the tournament in the in the finals. In the semifinals, he tied Germany's Lothar Matthias with 25 games after yesterday's match. What a story we are witnessing here. That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! And this soccer report is brought to you by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty pro all the way. Great job, Alex. It's Lothar Mateos. Thank you. Thank was you. A, was that a clip? 
Yeah. You drop a clip. I, I didn't know you were. Like, were you allowed to play clip in that? I'm allowed to play clips as long as they're not calls from the <laughs> tournament. Okay. Wow. Should be interesting today. Uh, Morocco already playing for the scoreless tie to get it to penalties, right? <laughs> no, Alex, you just, just didn't sorry, leave the room. Sorry, sorry, what was that? I just said Morocco's already playing for the scoreless tie to get to penalties, oh. right? You know what? I would Park say that, bus? but I, I think they have a real chance here, believe it or not. Oh, okay. I think they can handle France. Uh, our man, uh, Tommy Wilden Jr., going to join us at 8.30, talk about the World Cup, talk about that semifinal. Um, still lots to come, too. Uh, we'll tee up the Flames and Canucks game straight ahead. Rick Ball, Flames play-by-play voice for Sportsnet at 7.30. Um, also, text message, your, your chance to win day eight of our 12 days of Christmas, courtesy of our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Alex Ovechkin scored his 800th goal last night. Name something outside of the mundane that you've done at least 800 times. Name and location. I think I have 960, one. 960, 960. Yeah? I think I've poured 800 beers. Like Beer. taps, like while I was working. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I've done that too, probably then. Oh, I know I've poured be- at least 800 pops in my life. The best I can do. Yeah. 800 is a big number. Keep rolling them in. Uh, 960, 960, name and location. All right, straight ahead. We'll tee up the Flames and Canucks game. We're going to have a little taste test here from what went down yesterday, your weird food combos. Uh, get ready, gentlemen. Uh, our chef, Alex Brody, going to quickly go and whip up some stuff for you guys. Oh, the maitre d'. Yeah, and we'll do some uh, taste testing. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.